Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about the goddess Skadi. In the far, frozen north, Skadi pulls the white wolf skin of winter over the land to keep it from the cold and dark. Safe beneath Skadi's cloak, the earth and all life rests and dreams of renewal. But despite her loving protection, Skadi was also the dark goddess of the Nordic underworld, whom even the gods feared because of her irresistible power of death. She was a very complex goddess. Called both the dark Aphrodite and the shadowy one, Skadi possessed a prodigious sexual capacity and she wielded the arrows of death. Scandinavia was named for her. In those winter-laden lands, Skadi lived high in the snow-covered mountains, where she went about on skis, hunting with her magical bow and arrows. Like Artemis, the Greek goddess of the hunt, Skadi slew those who were worn out and in need of healing, carrying them off to the underworld, where she prepared them for rebirth. Other names for Skadi were Skota and Skathach. The Scots and Scotland were named for her, and traces of her name are found not only in Ireland, but as far away as Egypt, Greece, and Spain. Skadi was the western sister of Kali, the great Indian goddess of death and regeneration. An enduring image of Kali showed her mating with her dead consort Shiva in order to bring him back to life. Sexuality, death, and revival were inextricably linked in the ancient mind, for they propelled the natural cycle of life, death, and rebirth. The myth of Skadi is also complex. When the Norse gods caused the death of her father, Thiazi, Skadi armed herself with her magical weapons and went down to Asgard, the home of the gods, to seek revenge, trailing her cloak of snow behind her. The gods, fearing for their lives, sued for peace and asked her terms. Skadi demanded two things. One, they must make her laugh. And two, she must be allowed to choose a mate from among them. Loki, the trickster god, was in part responsible for her father's death, so the gods made him compete in a contest to make Skadi laugh. Knowing Skadi's interest in sexuality, they tied Loki's genitals to the beard of a billy goat. The idea was to see who would win the pulling contest. Yank, yank, yank went the billy goat. Oh, 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 cried Loki, until the rope snapped, and Loki fell panting into her lap, bathing her in his semen. Skadi laughed. Next, she made all the male gods line up naked, and Skadi, covering her eyes so she could see only their genitals, inspected them one by one to determine the most, well, attractive among them. She finally made her choice, thinking it was the beautiful god Baldur. But upon removing her mask, she discovered that she had chosen Njorther, the god of the sea. So Skadi went to live with him in his palace under the ocean. But she complained that she could not sleep a wink because of the constant mewling and calling of the gulls. So the couple moved to her palace in the mountains. 
but Njorther was equally unhappy about the howling of the wind of the wolves and the blowing of the winds, and so they agreed to an amicable dissolution and parted ways. Later, Skadi took a new lover, Ullr, the god of skis and of the hunt. We have no information on how Ullr's, well, equipment compared to that of Njorther, but the couple was well-matched in terms of their love of mountains, snow, skis, wolves, and hunting. The gods were right to be fearful of Skadi, for she was the queen of shadows into which they all would go at doomsday, the Goethe Dümmerung, the going into the shadows from which not even the gods could escape. Skadi would devour all in the end. But beneath that great white wolf skin of death, Skadi incubated the divine spark of life. And when the cold and dark were past, she would gently pull back the white wolf skin of winter to allow new life to sprout and grow, new life for gods and humans alike. And so may you rest beneath Skadi's white wolf skin and dream of what you might wish to become when warmth and light return. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.